What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Staincast. As you can see, I appeared from black there. I came from nowhere. Um, obviously, we got Mr. Hag. We got a good episode for you this week. But I'll let, I'll let Hag freaking give his spew. Ooh, what are these? Of course. Uh, what's going on, guys? Um, of course, you can see we have a guest with us, Mr. Quill. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. With the gamer glasses. Quill, if you would like to introduce yourself. Oh, what's going on, Staincast viewers? It's Quill and Don. He's back. He's back. And Don. Don's here. Um, Where Don at? Week... He's there somewhere. Uh, this week we are covering 1982, John Carpenter's The Thing, one of the best horror movies of all time. But there he is. Before we get into that, uh, first we did want to apologize for losing DL's footage last week. We're still new to the program that we're using. Um... So it's unfortunate that it was at some of the, the best part, like right before DL was about to start chatting about his top three. But the I, good news is, is that most of us had very similar top threes and fours. So you guys kind of spoke your piece on it. I wish I could have gotten my little slice in there. But the only thing that I missed out on was me um, deep throating Denzel Curry's album. But I mean, what else is new? So that's yeah. really the only thing you guys missed. It was just me saying appreciating that it's basically two albums. And uh, I was very excited. <clears throat> that was my number three. And then number two was Heroes and Villains. Um, that shit's tough as nails. And then the first one is The Weeknd because I've literally been playing that album nonstop since it came out in January or February of this year. January, January last year. Because yeah, I, I remember there was, there, there was a time on the Staincast when we were doing the music for the week, and it was just the weekend every week for like three months. Yeah. So, so not much surprise here, guys. Yeah. But uh, again, we do apologize. We're going to try to make sure that we do uh, the best we can to make sure that all of the footage is kept. But time for a big announcement. We've heard yeah. your, your, your prayers. We've heard. We got a schedule announcement for you up until, I believe, the beginning of April. Actually, all the way through April. Uh, DL and I cooked up the schedule. Um, it, it took a lot. We had to cut some some movies that we wanted to cover, but they'll be covered at a later date. But we think that you guys are going to be pretty happy with what you're about to see. So... Some First real up, nice. You could see, you could see uh, what I'm looking at, right? Yeah. Yep. I, so, I see here, the schedule. so here we are. This is this is today. The thing. Next week we will be covering Bullet Train, which was in both of our top ten movies of 2022. So we're both very excited to to cover that. Uh, we will also have. Justice League, The Flashpoint Paradox, which is going to be our first DC movie as well as our first uh, DC animated movie. The DC animated movies don't really miss, so very excited to cover those. Uh, Last Night in Soho. Now, DL, uh, you still haven't seen this one, right? Yeah, no, I haven't seen that one yet. I was just going to wait because I think... Yeah, no, please do. I, I... It's it's a fantastic movie. It was great the first time around not seeing it. You're in for yeah. a treat. Mm -hmm. uh, then, of course, Black Panther Wakanda Forever is releasing on Disney Plus uh, on February 1st, so we will be covering it the following week on February 8th. Uh, Going back to the MCU Staincast, we will then be covering Zombieland and Nightcrawler uh, to end out February. And then starting on March 1st, we will be covering Star Wars. Starting, of course, with 4, 5, 6, 1, 2, 3, going into then Rogue One, Solo, and we will be covering 
the entire sequel trilogy as one episode because DL and I will not be <laughs> doing three episodes on that. Absolutely but we will, not. We will unfortunately paint ourselves through at Just least one for episode. one episode. Yeah, for, at yeah, least so the, for the one. one the one episode is us being generous to you guys. If anyone's seen that, who um, shares our even at least a sentiment on those last couple episodes, you'll realize that us doing one episode is a treat. Yeah. So, but of course, this will take us all the way through the end of April, um, and of course, we're we're looking for more suggestions to cover afterwards. But we know you guys wanted to see Star Wars. We're very excited to cover Star Wars. And it is now coming yeah. this upcoming March. Shout out Evan. Evan's the one who kind of put the idea in motion. So you can give yeah, yourself a pat so on the back. Star Wars is coming. And we will be yeah, posting this yeah. uh, the, on the story as well the day this episode releases. And of course, if anybody does want to join, um, if, if we do need some guests as well, uh, we do have one for Revenge of the Sith. So that one was taken well in advance. <laughs> And we also have one for the sequel trilogy. Again, was taken well in advance. But any of the other movies, by all means, we would love to have someone on. Yes, especially the first two uh, prequel movies, because those ones can get kind of slow. Yeah. The, the, yeah. But so we'll, we'll talk see. about that when we get to Star Wars. I'm personally very excited. Uh, we're, we're about to... These episodes are going to be long ones when we get to it. Oh, yeah. Uh, but we hope you guys are excited as well, because Star Wars means a lot to both DL and I, so. Yeah. yeah, it's probably one. I mean, like, obviously, there's a lot of franchises, but in terms of, like, covering, like, what, what we want to cover, like, uh, project-wise, Star Wars is probably my second favorite project we're going to cover, so stay tuned Yeah, for show. Yeah, the, and I know some of you are probably wondering what's going on with Mandalorian and the Clone Wars and all of that. Um, that shit's long, fellas. That shit is yeah, really long. It's especially long. Clone Wars. Clone, War it's Clone Wars is debated. It's great. It's fantastic. Clone Wars we might do is just a one episode just covering the series as a whole, just a retrospective series. Um, but the other the others, we're still not sure how we want to do TV shows yet. So once we figure out how we want to do TV shows, we'll we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll tap into those. Those will definitely first on the list, especially Mandalorian. The other ones, not so much. And or tough. And or, oh yeah, that's true. But I guess... We can just slide right into something nice. Slide yeah, that's about into... it for all of that. <laughs> I'm trying to think of anything else. Yeah, no, it was just that. It was just the little recoup from last week because yes. Riverside was giving us a little bit of hiccups, and then it was just unveiling Star Wars. Yep, so it's time for 1982's John Carpenter's The Thing. Short title. Um, a lot going on in this movie. One of my, I mean, I, I saw this movie for the first time like a year and a half ago, two years ago, and I've seen it like three times since. But yeah, no, because I was... I, I always, because I, when, when we watch movies, like when we were in Buffalo, we, we always took us so long to figure out what we wanted to watch. And Ryan has like a hatred against old movies. So that shit, it was never in the pipeline. It's a weird, it's a weird thing that. to dislike, but I mean, no, I get no, it. No, I, no. Can, I, it, I, I can it, understand. It smells, the same, it smells the same way. Up, up until she yeah. lived with Chet, she was hating on old movie. Anything that came yeah. out before 2000. Yeah. But whatever. Which is each their own. interesting. Yeah. It's, yeah. To each their own. Yeah, but uh, I guess jumping into the thing, just a little uh, little broad strokes on this bad boy. So this is obviously the same guy who um, has done some, I mean, he's done other movies, but he's also just usually the soundtrack guy, Mr. John, John Carpenter. Carpenter. The GOAT. But, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Halloween. But this movie, like, yeah. he, he is a GOAT in horror. 
Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, the Halloween movies are, he's done so many of them, if he, at least using his name in them. So he's got a lot of those, but just, just, just by like listening to this movie soundtrack and stuff like that, you can tell that there's something, something, something nice going on because it's just well-rounded, just a very well, a very great movie. Uh, how long is it? It is, I don't have it in front of me. Oh my God. Yeah. Hour 49 yeah, minutes. So it was, it's an he easy watch. He didn't? No, that was Ennio Morricone. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. The oh, that's directed it. Yeah. Okay. Regardless, it, I really enjoyed the soundtrack. For, even though it wasn't like it wasn't one of those movies where like the soundtrack was like kind of a character in itself, I guess you could say it definitely was a little bit pulled back compared to I guess some of the stuff we were used to. But very good, I enjoyed it. There's not many parts of this movie that I can't have issues with. But I guess we can just jump right in then and. Uh, get into our favorite and least favorite characters. There actually is quite a bit of characters in this movie. Maybe some not for as long as others, but for a horror movie, that does have a pretty pretty large cast that stays alive for a while. Yeah, I mean, that was just the whole who's the thing, like, mm-hmm. uh, just going back and forth. Like, that. that's the, ty- the th- thing behind this movie. Is you kind of need a lot of characters for it to work. True. Yeah, but I mean, Paco, I don't know if you had a favorite character. I mean... I know who my favorite character is. The goat. Yeah, it's, I feel it's, like we're all gonna say McCready. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Kurt he's Russell. a bad boy. Yeah. He's the only one with the a freaking head on his shoulders. This too. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Yeah, that, that one picture of him with the hat on is fucking <laughs> me at all times. Him getting into the shop. Ridiculous. Yeah, no, no, he's the... he's dripped. He's dripped out the beard. Everything looking fire. Yeah, but th- this goes back to what we were saying. Oh, god, in what whatever movie. I... We've done so many horror movies already, but every actor has some horror movie that they've starred in in the beginning of their career, and this is Kurt Russell's, and it just happened to be a hit. Yeah. Oh my god. This is phenomenal. Like this is some of Kurt Russell's best acting, in my opinion. Like this is this is the movie I like that put him on the map for me. Yeah, he did a freaking fabulous job in this movie, and I'll have to give a little um side love to keith david just because of the shit he's been in since then he's been yeah. he's been in modern that's warfare anyone who's, anyone who's played call of duty knows that he's also freaking, he's played modern it's warfare, not bowman uh, it, it's, uh, it's not bowman it's the other effect. one it's uh yeah oh it's not bowman it's the other one i forgot it's it's uh, one of the I forget. it's a sergeant yeah yeah it's one of the sergeants <laughs> oh, whatever whatever mad love to him his voice is he's he just has one of those voices where i could hear it from a mile away like he could literally do voice acting and i know exactly who the hell he is but did anyone have any least favorite characters? Paco, did you have any least favorite characters? I mean, not really, because everyone like <clears throat> they all get their time in the spotlight, but it's not like they do anything so terrible where I'm like, I don't really like them. Yeah, but, like everyone yeah, had a pretty clear head in the beginning. Everyone was like trying to figure out what was going on. The only one that was kind yeah. of annoying was Benning. Which one was that? That was. That? That was... Was uh, the bald ginger guy? Oh yeah, yeah. Paul Maloney or Peter Maloney? Yeah. Peter Maloney. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you, you kind of needed all those different characters to kind of show like the whole like um everyone the whole pointing finger fest, like the different sides of everything, like because like they all kind of had their reasons for being skeptical of each other. It's just that some were a little bit more like uh crazy and like untrusting compared to the others. I mean, you got to the yeah. point at one point in the movie where literally it was just an absolute collapse when everyone was just fucking pointing fingers, tackling each other, beating each other up because they thought McCready fucking was the thing, and then it would then it would just. I went. mean, just put yourself in that in that situation yourself. If you were in a group, 
not sure who's yeah. the actual killer or who's I mean, the monster, it, it, whatever the case is. Yeah, I, I was thinking about that when I was watching it. And then another thing I really enjoy about this movie, and maybe maybe it's just the time we live in now, horror movies. I really don't like horror movies that are like set in common time when you have like cell phones and you have like fucking ring doorbell cameras and stuff. When well, you can I just do, like, they do it right. I don't know. Like it's. It, I think whenever I watch an older movie, I really, re- I really, um, I really enjoy it a lot more. Yeah, I appreciate it a lot more because like. Isolated horror is by is, is 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 a great genre of it's just when you have these guys just in the middle of nowhere, no communications. So it kind of does set the scene for being like, all right, they're on their own. Where someone is just looking for cell service to call their freaking somebody. I don't, I don't know. It's weird. I agree with you though. Like, it can be done right, but whenever I watch I was, older horror movies, it's always like, all right, like, this is stuff like in Unfriended. I think like that uses the modern technology very well. Um, I can't remember the name of it, but it's a home invasion movie. The 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 woman that, that's that whose home is getting invaded, she's deaf. I can't remember that, but that uses modern, uh, some modern technology very well as well. It's just it it's if it's done right in the terms of like they they acknowledge the fact that this technology exists and they're not using it for a specific reason. Yeah, but if it's something done in, in like. I think it was Halloween Ends or Halloween Kills. I don't know. Those two movies are both shit. Where like they just have yeah. phones and and just don't use them. No. Like mm-hmm. you could they they use them for flashlights, but they don't use them for fucking calling someone. Yeah, calling help or anything. Yeah, it's yeah, definitely so it's more like, of a slippery slope when it comes to that. When it, like, I think it's because it just creates more options. It gives them like more accessibility to call out for help. So when you add it, when you just set yourself in that time period, it's just kind of it's weird. I think whatever, it also that's deals with the fact that we've never lived in that time period, so we don't know what it's like not having a cell phone on us at all times. That's true. But enough of that. Enough of that. Uh, yeah, if I had to give my least favorite character, it'd probably just be... Um, crap, what's his name? The Doctor, I think. Not, not Doctor, but the guy was hiding him. The guy, no, uh, Cooper was his name. The guy was hiding himself in the shack, and then he like turned out to be a thing or something that's like weird. that. That is Blair? Okay, yeah. Blair, just because he was kind of... I don't know. I, I, his character was just kind of crazy. Like, I don't know. I wasn't a huge fan of him just yeah, I mean, I, I being in the back of the movie. Yeah, no, I don't have one either, but if I, had to, no. if I really had to grasp at straws, it would just be Blair for no reason. Understandable. And those, and those Norwegian guys for uh, not killing that dog because <laughs> they, they were... They were so, it was so bad. They were like in the chopper. It was like... They're just like they're trying to get the most ridiculous angles on this dog, but whatever. Yeah, I don't really have much. Yeah. Then I guess we can go to favorite kill, which uh, I mean, I feel like this. Mm. Some of them aren't really on screen. Most of them aren't on screen. If yeah. I remember correctly, that's kind of the point of it. It's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the f- one I can remember, I would say it's it's probably vile is. What happens to that one guy who gets like eaten, gets like freaking chomped up by the other thing? Oh, uh, what was yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. The one guy who was like when they're all tied to the chairs and then that one thing started becoming a thing and just completely like bit that guy and like oh, freaking oh, had him like uh, in his mouth and threw him. Yeah. I forgot I his name. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Oh no. my God. There's so many. All the names are weird. I think that's why I don't remember that. So many. Yeah. yeah. And, and half of them are useless. Mm hmm. But I, yeah, I know no, exactly what you're talking about. I don't remember the like flailing him around from his neck. Yeah, what, was that Palmer? No, that wasn't Palmer. Palmer's the one that did it to him. Yeah, 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't fucking I don't remember who, who like wins or something like that. That. I don't even I'm looking to. I'm, I'm not Windows. Yes, no, it was Windows. It was Windows. It was Windows. When Palmer turns out to be the thing and kills Windows because they were doing the blood test. Okay. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. It's yes, so hard it because I'm looking at these because these guys IMDb IMDb pictures are so much older now, so it's so difficult trying to see who is who. To see who's okay. who, yeah. You're, yeah. You're, you, I'm kind of just trying to look at some features to figure out what to yeah who it is. Yeah, no, but that, but, that was by what's up, Don. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there, there, there was a lot of, like, I mean, the movie itself was just super, like, visceral. It's just overall the thing, like, transforming and stuff like that. But in terms of, like, people getting killed, yeah, I would say it's probably just Windows then. Because that, that was pretty, that was pretty nasty. Especially when they're all taped down and shit. Like, it, it, it creates a good atmosphere. You're like, all fucking terrifying. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'd probably have, <coughs> have to give it to that as well. Because there's no really other too gruesome or or gory i mean i I mean i I remember like the clip the clip that joe posted for the uh the reel today that's just ridiculous looking just like the 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 massive thing Mm -hmm. but that's not really much of a kill i mean the one with the scene where they kill all the dogs is pretty crazy like and that thing's like in the um in the the kennel with all them yeah like, that's pretty terrifying. Like, when you literally just see him, he's just sitting there posted up right in the middle, and all the dogs are like, who the hell is this guy? And then all of a sudden, and then, you know, that that means... freaking out. <laughs> I mean, because it's pretty freaking... The intruder pulled up, and all the dogs are like, what? The... they don't even know what to do. But I don't know um, if you had a favorite kill that was different than ours, Mr. Ron. <laughs> I mean, those are the only two ones I can think of where it was like, it stays in your head. I, I will say it was. Uh, mm-hmm. I forget what the guy's name was. When he shoots to, Clark, just out the cut because Clark was about to stab McCready. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that was just out of pocket. Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah, I mean, he, he, he got it easy. He, he honestly yeah, got it easy though. Low key, he got it easy. Just getting killed immediately, and then then having to be all the than being turned into one of those things. And then there was the other guy, too. I'm, I'm so bad with these names right now, guys. Sorry. Uh, the guy who, who he was like, uh, he turned into the thing and he tried to run away. He had, like, his hand was all fucked up or something like that because he was the thing. But is that Benning? Yeah. Because then they burned him, and then he's like, and then, and then McCready pulls him. He's like, we got to burn the rest of them. Yeah, yeah he's like, we, we got to. He's like, that's Benning's, bro. It's like, Benning's is there. And he's like, no, that's not Benning's. We got to burn the rest of them. <laughs> I've known him for that's 10 smart. years. Yeah, it's just, there's, there's a lot of like super like freaking un- uncomfortable level like practical going on in this movie. And that's why I love it so much. Like it is so eerie. The, the shit that they make is the gold standard for practical for effects practical. and just makeup effects. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, even if you look at the 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 one we will not be discussing, the 2011 prequel, they use CGI for that, and it's a fucking massacre. Awful. I don't even want to watch that movie. I was told not to watch it, so I'm not going to watch it. There's no, re- there's no reason to ruin it. Don't. I wish I never did. <laughs> but I guess if we could move on to make or break moments of the movie. I mean, for me, anytime that uh, the, anytime the McCready's going around with a flamethrower is a make moment for me. 
Whenever he's got that flamethrower on, he means fucking business. Or when he has the grenade in his, when he has the dynamite in his hand, and he's literally just fucking telling them they pull up on him, he'll just detonate it. The the dead man of the dead man's hand of all dead man's hands. Let me just post it up there half like the entire second half of the movie. But I personally I don't know if you guys really like. I was gonna say I really like the um the blood test scene. It's, yeah. it's one of my favorites. I mean, it's it's like the definition of paranoia, not knowing who's who, not knowing what's going the on. Yeah. yeah, the tension, the, the 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 way the characters just go back and forth with the pointing fingers and everything. It's just it's done really well, and the chemistry between. All of the actors definitely works. Mm-hmm. Is it like a scroll scenario where like they don't remember their previous memories, or they're like a perfect copy? So like even if you asked them like when when they were born, I they would believe know. Believe it's a perfect copy. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like they they kind of stressed many times in the movie how it's literally like a perfect copy of their host. So I'm assuming that like I believe maybe, they I mean, have they, the memories. I mean, they don't them. explain it, but I just didn't know if you guys knew. I don't know. Deals a scroll. I am scroll. I heard you turn into a scroll this weekend. I did. I literally just got out of my freaking scroll form the other day. It was scaring people. What happened? Uh, I dropped a case of uh, liquor on my foot, and I turned into a scroll and started screaming. It was like... (laughs) It was nasty. It was nasty. You didn't want to be in that liquor store. Another... Yeah. Another thing that... um. I thought it was pretty funny is when he was playing chess with like that uh CP, like that uh, chess wizard. Yeah. And, yeah. and then the Shiki gets beaten and he's just like checkmate bitch or something. And then he just pours. Yeah. He swamps the fuck out of that thing. So yeah. fuck this computer. <laughs> yeah, damn cheater. Uh, no, I thought I had something else written. Oh, actually, I'll talk about that in the yeah, it's um oh then actually no i don't want to keep that for you now i'll just keep i'll just say it now uh when the doctor had like those crazy fucking computations going on in his computer i think that was that that, that was funny oh, yeah. when he when he when he made the whole gpu fight like, the whole like fucking no. crap the whole gui for it too it's like he didn't they just cope that, like, that it was 1982 i mean i was gonna say i think that's just a, a problem with older movies is they, they don't know what the fuck's going on with computers so they just put whatever they want on the screen they try and to look futuristic by having like all these like like graphic elements and it. it's like oh, who's adding these fucking these graphics i was like, playing asteroid at first the first time i watch it i'm like is he playing video games <laughs> like what is he doing yeah. it might as well have been yeah they're playing like a cell slr io or whatever the thing where it's like the cells like freaking getting closer to each other yeah it's so funny uh what else there was something else there was something else that i didn't write down that i wanted to mention Damn it! Um, I mean, I like I said, anytime else. this whole movie's great. I mean, Kurt, anytime <laughs> Kurt Russell's really on the screen in general. Mm-hmm. No, the ending and, and I think the ending is oh, done really well. I will say one break moment for me is uh, when they're setting up right the, right at the very end. They're underground by the diesel motor, or whatever, and the captain just got killed. And what's his name? Child or whatever just goes out, sees something get dragged along the ground, and then just says nothing. Just walk towards it. Like that's oh, just a yeah, classic yeah, movie like, just, where they're like, oh, yeah, towards I'm just the end of the say, movie, where like, towards the monster. I'm glad, I'm glad, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because like that was, I feel like all the other deaths were like rather that was a bit of a cool, like they were smart. Yeah, like they were yeah, really smart. All the other, like, the thing was very smart on keeping, I'm taking people away and then just like inserting them back in when no one's suspicious. Yeah, exactly. Like towards the end when they're putting the dynamite on all the different places in the facility, and like well, the one guy's like. Oh, there's something over there. Says nothing. Walks forward. Then the other guy pulls up, and he said he says nothing. And then he walks over there too. It's like somebody freaking say something. It's like, it was the final that's, three too. 
that's always just a horror movie trope that and, and that is another one that I have a problem with. And I know we say we're <laughs> big fans of horror, and then we but that's that's why we pull out these tropes is because we've seen them so many times. It's they always investigate something alone. Like but why I, not? I think like, hey, the, yo, the other, something's the, over the here, or just not go towards it. Something maybe maybe they it. still don't trust. Maybe they still don't trust each other. I think that's probably what it is. Like, like they, they don't even right, trust so, each yeah, other. In this, guys that have them yeah. in this situation, I guess yeah, that could make sense. But like, it, it is still a trope. I mean, I agree. Been, I mean, I agree with you. Yeah, one hundred percent. I just think it's it's weird because all the other deaths were pretty intricate. Like I said, like there wasn't much like stupidity on the characters' parts. Like they did a really good job at making all of these characters like at least pseudo intelligent, like to the point where they yeah. have. Common well, all sense. Supposed to be scientists, no. Yeah, it's like for the most part, these guys are all scientists. Yeah, exactly. Most of McCready's just a pilot, but um, He's for the most part, they, they, these guys have a reasonable level of intelligence. Like they're not like some fools who are just walking in like freaking burning houses or something. Like they had a pretty yeah. good plan to kill the thing and all that. Like the whole test that they had. But I think those last two kills were kind of just like, all right, these these two guys have to die, and this movie's going over budget. We've got Ten minutes left. So, uh, yeah, we got to get rid of them. Kill them. Yeah, exactly. Kill him in the most freaking like wishy washy. Just like, like he literally he said, "Go walk over there. They're done." Another nasty thing was how like um, uh, that was in Palmer, was it? The guy who pulled like the guy who was who had like that whole underground area. Blair. That was Blair. Yeah, Blair. With how he pulled up on him and kind of just like sunk his hand into his face. That was fucking gross. That one I get really though, because that was like. He didn't want him to like scream or like yeah. say anything for the other guy, so he c- covers his mouth to make sure he doesn't mm-hmm. make any noise and gets rid of him. Yeah, yeah, but my God, I can't be, I can't say it enough how good this fucking practical looks. Like there are some points where you could very easily forget this movie is fifty for you know, fifty, no, forty years old. Jesus, was it fifty? Yeah, is it forty or thirty nine or whatever it is? But freaking fantastic. Um, what else? Did, I'm trying to look at some pictures and see if I can. Nah, I think it's really. Nah, 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 it's it's all good. No, we're chilling. All right, well then we can go. I guess just right into the favorite quotes. Yeah, I only had one. Yeah, there's not too. Most horror movies are like this. There's not too many quote heavy. No, there's not some compelling dialogue going on for a great part of this movie. It's more just them fucking dealing with the fact that they don't know who the thing is and stuff like that. The only one I had is is um, I think it was Childs or oh uh, god I really wish I knew all these characters' names this would be so much at, or Nalls or whatever his name was when he pulls up and he's, he's like Mac wants the flamethrower that's the oh, one yeah, yeah. yeah when he's he's he wants yeah he's like he wants the flamethrower because he's yeah that, that, that was like towards the beginning of the movie when they didn't really realize how effective the flamethrowers were in torching him. For a horror movie, I will say it had like it had a couple of like funny moments, like when um, mm. what's his name? Like they don't know there's a thing yet, so he just pulls up. He's like, "Which one of you <laughs> nasty men left your dirty drawers in the kitchen?" Oh yeah, yeah, no, that was funny. A little pre, a little freaking peek of what's the come, what's coming. Yeah. So for me, like, most of the funny moments are all just like situational. Like you kind of have to watch the the scene in order to, like, if I pick it out, it's not going to be funny but i don't really have any quotes like we said earlier it's not a quote heavy movie most horror movies aren't mm-hmm. yeah I got that. Um, we can just jump into the uh it's then if we don't have any quotes yay keep this, keep this train going yay 
so I don't know if you had any yeah, it's Paco before I give my like one maybe. Uh I guess towards the beginning I it'd be like like I get why, but the Norwegian dude going crazy and shooting at people instead of just the dog. Yeah, and then the Norwegian guy pulling the grenade and, and throwing it back, behind like, him, yeah, back, yeah. Out his hand, blowing up the helicopter. It's like holy smokes! You guys really need you this helicopter destroyed. Like you guys really need this helicopter destroyed. Like I don't know. They could have been more slick than that. That was that was one of my yeah. It's it's like eh. it's like just have them accidentally shoot a gas. They just have it be like Hollywood magic where you shoot a, you shoot something that has oil and it and just explodes. Yeah, it explodes everywhere. instead of but. instead of just like I have this fucking thing in my and it just slips behind me. Like that ain't gonna happen, especially with a grenade. And it was like two explosions too. It was like the grenade, then the helicopter went out. Whatever. One other one though um, was um when they find everything underground and it turns out Blair was a thing. Him trying to build a spaceship out of helicopter parts. Yeah. Oh, I don't know about that. Yeah. He was trying. He was doing something. I mean he did a fucking bang up job, low key. He freaking had that thing almost entirely done, it looked like at least like the outside. He was doing something, clearly. Yeah, I don't know what he was doing with helicopter parts, but yeah, he was cooking. He was cooking. Besides that, all the stuff that deals with, like, the thing itself is all, like, they're all grounded. We were saying earlier, they're all pretty grounded, level-headed characters, so there's no real, yeah, mm-hmm. it's like, where they're just pinpointing people out for no reason. Yeah. I mean, another, another yeah that I had was just a chopper scene I was saying in the beginning, how, like, the Norwegians are just, like, they're just trying so hard to get this dog, but they're really not, like, they're trying. They're their own company. Yeah. That's yeah. like, they're not, they're trying, but they're not. They're kind of, yeah, exactly. It's like, I'm sure these guys don't have that much bullets to begin with. Oh, that's another great scene when they went to the Norwegians camp and they saw, and they saw, like, kind of, like, the process of them digging everything out. I think that was super freaking cool. Yeah, I agree with that. Um... Yeah, and also, I agree with you, Paco. It's kind of weird how we went from being, like... I mean, I get there's the language barrier, but, like, I think, like, something like, oh, that thing's fucking evil is could kind of translate in some way. Like, you gotta do something compared to just trying to shoot... I don't know. He's probably also out of his fucking mind because he probably saw his entire crew get smoked, so whatever. Whatever. I guess then we can move on to the goofs. Which, um... The main ones I want to point out in this is that boom mics are... You can see the boom mic three times in this movie. Around, right. 50, around 58 minutes after uh, McReady asks uh, if the blood test would have worked, it's seen twice above Kurt Russell's head. <laughs> and then at around an hour and six minutes, so not even 10 minutes later, when Mac yells to Norris in the rec room, any of them move, you fry them, a shadow is cast by the crew's boom mic that could be seen on the wall above Clark, Copper, and Gary on the couch. I didn't even notice it. Yeah. I mean, the it's a dark, it's a dark more movie. A, uh, 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 less noticeable, but the, the boom mic over Kurt Russell's head, that one's pretty noticeable. I wish I saw that one. Yeah, it's also, I feel like it's a dark movie, though, so they can kind of get away with that shit. Yeah, like, true. Most like, boom mics are black. Mm-hmm. Another thing, I, I see it in the goofs, too, and I was also thinking about it. The whole... I mean, obviously, I'm not going to go freaking freaking scientist on this movie because i mean whatever it's a freaking horror movie but like the whole thing about how all it needs is any part to like make contact with you from the thing to like turn you into it but like they share the same knife when they're cutting their fingers and shit like that or like they just i don't know 
I, I feel like there's a lot. It's more of like an infection kind of thing than just like it has to like completely you take you over. Like the thing has to physically contact it. No, no. Um, like I like, like I said, I'm not going to go science on this shit. There was a lot of talk about it after the movie came out, like how it functions. Where no, I get what Deal's saying because it's like each thing is like an individual thing. It's not just one alien thing. This is so, so like when they're shooting at it or something. Let's say he just spits blood at you. That should infect you. Technically, that should infect is you what I got from. Yeah. yeah, it should. But I don't. I think it really only played on the fact that like, it has like get you, like like take you away, you, or something. like physically yeah. like grab you. So, so something that looks better on camera, which I agree with. I mean, they did a yeah. great fucking job with it. Like, so I'm not trying to go scientist on this shit, but I just thought it was weird. Like, that's the part specifically where it's like, they mention it, then they immediately follow up with like, oh, yeah, maybe we should make our own food and eat out of, eat out of cans and shit. But then we really don't kind of see that level of, like, severity again. I don't know. It's not, it's not that big a deal. Yeah. It's calm. But uh, DL, I think you know what time it is, even though... Uh, yeah. there's no women in this movie. Yeah, there's not a single woman. <laughs> I don't even think there's anything for the women in this movie. There's Kurt Russell. Yeah, well, Kurt Russell. there is Kurt Russell. Um, so you guys actually caught me on a bad day because, uh, very much going on. There's no women in this movie. Uh, the men are all wearing friggin' giant winter coats. Um... That's all I got. I'm, t- I'm putting the mic down. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry to disappoint this week, but uh, we'll get you next Russell week. And, and his beard, and that's about it. And we get Kurt Russell being posted up the entire movie. So if you're into that, there you go. Next week with Bullet Train, though, we might oh. have something for you. Yeah, Last we got the girl job. from The Boys. We got the Ooh. boy from The Girl from The Boys. Ooh. We got multiple people in that, in that joint. Uh, all right. All right, all right, all right. All right. So... So freaking licking our wounds aside from that, we got the question of the week. Oh shit! And, of course, <laughs> and, and you guys know it wouldn't be a question of the week if the L um, wasn't prepared. Yeah, if I wasn't completely unprepared right now, scrolling to my Instagram at a rapid rate, trying to freaking turn it into a sort of a highlight. Hold up! Oh, we're going. We're moving. Oh yeah, we're taking care of it. All right, say less. All right, so. I asked you guys over on the Instagram at, at the Staincast. I almost said at MCU Staincast. <clears throat> nope. uh, uh, so first I just asked you guys if you saw this movie because I had a feeling. I had a hunch that it's not a very watched movie. At least not generally speaking. Like I think people who like horror have seen this movie. But someone who's kind of more of a novice in the field or whatever. However you want to word it. Probably hasn't seen it because it is older. Uh, we had a 60-40 split with... Yeah, we had a couple. We had a whole bunch of different people all over the damn Let place. Let me guess. Mumbrella didn't watch it. Uh, Mumbrella didn't vote on this one, but I think it's safe to assume he didn't watch it. Mumbrella don't be watching many movies. Mumbrella probably watched Puss in Boots, though. Actually, I'm going to see Puss in Boots tonight, so I can't really blame him. That's what I'm saying. I heard that shit was dummy tough. Sure thing. And then uh, the only person I have to mention, <clears throat> I have to put on blast, is Joe. For saying he hasn't seen it, so that needs to change, my boy. Damn. That movie is that movie fire. Yeah, this movie, this movie is fire. Mm-hmm. But uh, I asked you guys for the actual question: uh, What's your most anticipated movie of twenty twenty three? Since we are in the new year, there's a yes, lot to are. look forward to. Not a lot to look back on. <clears throat> uh, Mr. Brian Arachi, uh, Mr. James, 
said Guardians of the Galaxy 3, but Ant-Man, Dune Part 2, definitely Dune Part mm-hmm. 2, Oppenheimer, uh, and, Spider- and Spider-Man, the Into the Spider-Verse, are all, honor- are, all, are all honorable mentions. So he's saying that Guardians 3 is his most anticipated movie, and all the other ones are honorable mentions. Up there okay. as well. Okay. Uh, Mr. Mr. CMOho said Super Mario Bros. I'm going to have to disagree with that one, but it's all right. I'm, I mean, I'm personally still interested in it at the very least. No, no, no. Yeah, we'll see. We'll, we'll see if I actually watch that. Uh, Mr. RP24, not to be confused with Chet Stable, said Oppenheimer. Very true. Very excited for that movie. Yeah. Mr. Father Quill, I'll, I'll save it till the end because I'll just go through the rest of the people. And then Xander just said across the Spider-Verse. So we had a couple uh, repeat offenders on here, but I know you you said Quill. Oppenheimer, uh, Mobile Suit Gundam Hathaway Part 2, Son of Bright Noah. <laughs> yes. Um, Jesus Christ. Do you have yes. anything to speak on, on either of those? Oppenheimer, because Christopher Nolan's a go. I know yeah. it's probably going to be Oscar bait. I get it. I get what they're going mm. for, but I'm still looking There's been a lot of those. There's been a lot of those recently. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful movie. I just want to know mm. how the hell he got a nuke. Yeah, that's also true. I, I, Someone's got to stop him. How he recreated a nuke without using CGI? Uh, it's Christopher Nolan. The man literally dropped. The man literally dropped like a. I'm assuming it's like a non-radioactive nuke on something, bro. That's fucking crazy. I need that. I the need fact that. The studio let him do that is wild. I don't know if they let him do that shit, bro. That sounds like something he just snuck out to the desert yeah, one day he and he's just like, "Fuck it." He's like, "We got ten minutes to record this." Listen, I need. Something off you. I need an H bomb. Something nice. Yeah, no, I agree. That all the all the movies that were said, I agree with. I would say Doom Part Two is probably on my at the top of my list too, just because me and Denis are uh, in a very loving relationship right now. But mm-hmm. yeah, that, that's an. I don't think it's coming out to. I think a lot of these movies are coming out like past June, like the latter, latter half of the year, unfortunately. But yeah, the only real movies that are coming out in the first half of the year that I'm personally excited for is Ant-Man, uh, Guardians, and, and, and like I said, uh, Mario, I'm yeah. at least interested in. The rest are June and onwards. Mm-hmm. Like the, the back half of this year is going to be packed. Mm-hmm. And also, anyone who hasn't seen it, the Ant-Man trailer did drop, so take a look at that if yes. you're interested. Very interested in that. But I, for me personally, it's it's got to either go to Oppenheimer, the new Transformers movie I'm pretty excited for, yeah. Um, and then, like I said, Ant-Man or Guardians, I, I gotta throw my Marvel one in there, and both of those do look phenomenal, so mm-hmm. I'm excited. Yeah, there's a lot of good movies out of, a lot of potential good movies are coming out this year. Yeah, 2023 looks like it could be a very hitter-filled, uh, list. Definitely excited for the end of the year whenever we do the, our, our top ten. And Barbie. Um, Don't forget about Barbie's well, we coming out this year, too. Barbie. Um, <laughs> but like, like we did say at the beginning of the year, we're gonna try and cover these movies as they come out new mm-hmm. so definitely expect any of the movies we listed for us to cover pretty as much soon, as soon as soon as i go on streaming yeah we're gonna yeah. try to or or on D- dvd if they're yeah. not available on streaming absolutely but that's really about it for when it comes to the question of the week thank you guys for giving you the answers um thank you thank you for giving us it. thank you guys for giving us some of your favorite movies uh stay tuned next week when we give you a little uh, question on i already forgot the movie because i'm bullet train bullet train <laughs> Yeah, so stay tuned for next uh, Saturday. We're going to be posting a thing about Bullet Train. We'll probably have a question on there. Nice little nice little reel and post to go with it. So add the stain cast. Stay tuned. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Transitioning over 
two. It's I think it's critic, right? Yes, it is. Yes, sir. Get in there on that screen. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up, son. <coughs> We're taken. Get in there. Share. Chrome tab. Yay. All right. Wow, this one is just like the one last week. Oh, exactly. Like, almost exactly. <laughs> just like, like Logan. Hold what on. Now I, need to pull up, now I need to pull up Logan's. Because <laughs> that's fucking literally looks identical. That's, that's IMD, IMDB is cooking numbers. What the hell is this? What the fuck? I'm pretty sure that's almost, like, almost to the T. Yeah, so as you guys can see, uh, if you're if you're watching this right now, just go to Logan's IMDb if you're curious, because they're almost identical with the exception. I believe the 9 is 24% for Logan, and it's 22% for here. I think that's, like, the only huge difference. Because they're 29 for date. That's crazy. Yeah, they're, they are almost... Ident wow. Literally, 7 is 16.4 on Logan and 16.5 on here. That's fucking crazy. As soon as I saw it, I'm like, wait a minute, this, <laughs> I've seen this before. But whatever. So, uh, getting past that, because that's kind of crazy. Uh, Hold on, Bill, you disappeared. He dipped. Oh, he's no, you're here. good. Never mind, you're good. Mm, you're he's good. Still, he's still here. All right, whatever. Uh, back to it. So... We have a average score of an eight point two, which I think is the same as Logan, which I which <laughs> uh, Logan was eight point one. Okay, uh, so same thing as last week. We literally have six and I mean seven and up is like the most significant sh stuff. Like the previous ones are pretty much non applicable. So yeah. we have it as basically seventeen out of seven. We have thirty percent at an eight. We have twenty around twenty two percent at a nine, and then twenty percent, twenty one percent at a ten. So oops, I didn't mean to do that. Yeah, so that's a that's a very favorable review, especially considering this is also one of those movies we talk about every time it happens. This came out bef uh, before IMDb and stuff like that, so people mm -hmm. came back. Four hundred twenty eight thousand people came back. Oh my god, to review this movie? <laughs> to review this, so that tells you something. And they all gave it this. So usually when that happens, it's either love or hate. I think is pretty fair to say. And this was and, definitely a very loved movie. I mean, we've yeah. been preaching it this whole time. Mm -hmm. This is one of, if not the best horror movie of all time. So let's just take a peek into the demographics, because we do love us some numbers here on the Staincast. So, doing a quick glance, that's not enough people. So the highest looks like it's, uh, eight, surprise, surprise, same as Logan, 18 to 29 males at an 8.3, because 153 is not enough. Um, no surprise here. Um, the people who watch it, like this is probably just on everyone's horror binge, like in October and whenever people are watching, I think this mm -hmm. is just like a mandatory addition to the list. So people are watching it. Uh, the reviews are pretty steady though. Cause I'm sure the people who watch this movie when it came out in this range are like, Oh shoot, I can review this. Cause that's still a lot of freaking people. 158,000 yeah. yeah. people, 30 to 44. The, the, the Jurassic drop to the, to the females that have voted too. Is ridiculous. Oh yeah, my God. Yeah. There's... <laughs> Yeah, because of the people that gave their age, 274,000 were men and 32,000 were women. To put that in perspective for you guys. Jesus. So that's a little crazy. So I really won't speak too much on the females uh, rating by demographic just because there is so few. Besides the fact that the 18,000, I mean, it's still high sevens. So it's still very close to that to that average of eight. Yeah. So we'll take it. Absolutely. I mean, not too much of a sway. It's more of just, I mean, it's, a, it's an all-male-led cast. Very gory, gruesome. 
uh, contact. I'm context. Uh, what was, like, this, contact. was this rated at the time? Was this R or was this? It has to be R. Yeah, There's no way. Hold on. Let me let me just stop sharing. So you guys, obviously, that's what that was the numbers. Uh, nothing too surprising. It was R. Yep. It was R. Okay. Yeah. N- nothing too surprising for you guys. This movie's a freaking cult classic, or at least a classic in my eyes. So. Yeah, it's a cl- absolute classic. Every- everyone's got their love for it. But I guess it's time to transition to the only numbers that matter. Yes, sir. Ours. Yeah. You pull out the notebook. Shit. Didn't All right. rank it. I didn't rank it. Oh no. Alright, so then I guess starting off with story. I'll hop in first. Mm-hmm. Uh story I gave it a four. Uh I think this is like the the whole mystery who done it, um unknown like mystery monster thing. I I just think it's really done well. It was mm-hmm. really the one of the first horror movies that did that concept, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, or like I a, mean, a, a popularize, popularize it, yeah, like should say. Um, but it's just done really well. The writing's done well, and I can't. I have nothing bad to say about story. Mm-hmm. Quill, did you have? Uh, did you get time to rate it, or did you just have like what you wanted to say on it? Off the dome, I'd probably give it like a four or two. Mm-hmm. Story wise, like <clears throat> I'd say, it, its main focus is mostly like the trying to figure it out. Not even like how it got mm-hmm. there, like where it's from. Like I like that it doesn't yeah. focus on that. It's just them trying to survive, and at the end, I like agree. not even not even yeah. trying to survive anymore. It's just trying to make sure it doesn't get out, making sure that they could kill it. Absolutely. Like, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I always got an intense amount of love for movies that aren't afraid to kill all the characters or the majority of the characters and don't have like some like some like really corny way of keeping them alive or something like that. And I think it was like, it just shows like how, like how powerful this thing is that like their solution is just to kill themselves, just to kill everything, including themselves. Like that's, that's how you contain it is that you just let it stay in the ice and you die with it, mm-hmm. which I think is, it's cool because like, like these, like as smart as these guys are and as like capable as they are, like you can only do so much about something that's just literally taking over people's bodies and stuff or cloning them. Protecting them. Yeah, exactly. So you had it as a four as well. Uh, yeah, I put it as a four, just for all the reasons you said. I think I, I really do enjoy movies that are like, I mean, obviously there are exceptions where it could be a little out of pocket, but I like movies where we're kind of in the same knowledge loop as the people yeah. where we're like, like we, we had this, we had access to the same information they did for the most part. Quill's getting fucked. <laughs> He's getting, <laughs> <laughs> Quill's getting his fucking back going out right now. <laughs> Tough. Quill's getting robbed. But, uh. What was I going to say? Oh, yes. So, yeah, and I, I like that. I mean, obviously, the whole McCarthyism, it deals with the whole freaking point, finger point and fest. This is everything that it just turns out to where you have like one, oh, this guy's the thing. I don't like him. So he's the thing type situation. You all right, Don? You all right, uh, Paco? Yeah. Figure we should check in. Uh, Don, there go. Oh, okay. He's getting a little yeah, bit of, uh, yeah. rambunctious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay. Uh, what was I saying? Oh yeah, you know, I, I just like it's a cool timepiece kind of thing where I, we learned about it in school with Old McCarthy as mayor, and I think it's tough. I thought I fuck with it. Besides that, we have acting, which I would give a three because while it is great performances by most of them, it's it's not. Like, uh, it's, I don't know. It, it doesn't. It doesn't stick with me. The characters themselves don't stick with me nearly as much as the story. So I can't give them both the same rating. 
I agree. I, I also gave it a three for similar reasons. It's like the acting is good, but I'm not watching this for the acting or for the characters. I'm yeah. watching this for the story that it provides and the 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 yeah. mystery, quote unquote, aspect to it. Yeah, no, I agree. Like there are there, there definitely are some great performances by McCready and even Keith David. Like there, there definitely are Keith David freaking uh, childs. Like there are good performances, but overall, like the entire cast isn't like. It's not like some freaking trip, like big budget movie. Yeah. But three is still very, very good. I don't know about you, Topaka. I don't know what your thoughts on it were. Almost exactly the same. I'd say the only ones that stood out were uh, Kurt Russell, Keith David, uh, the guy who played Doc. I don't know why. I really, one of my favorite scenes, not even where anything big happens, just them going to the Norwegian base, looking for everything. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a really good acted scene like they only they barely say anything they're just walking through but you can like the tension is palatable yeah almost like Mm -hmm. very very good performances but nothing outstanding nothing where you're like Mm -hmm. oh my god Mm -hmm. and it goes into the story and writing of it again where it's a great like uh, like opportunity when they go to the norwegian base like they they could dump the entire ex like the entire origin story of the thing on them but it doesn't it just kind of gives you it gives you like they say oh, one throw out of line story in the title screen. That's it. That's all the origin we get. It came from space. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah no, I mean, oh, the only line we get really is, "Oh, this ice is probably a hundred thousand years old." That's it. Like, like that's yeah. the only like kind of origin thing that we get. Like, like, so besides the exact, and I, I do really do enjoy that because this movie could have been so much longer. And it didn't need to be, and I think that's yeah, I think that's what makes the movie so the great. Story that was being told. Mm-hmm. It's just focused on this group of Americans at this Arctic base. That's it. Yeah. But it is. But then going on to originality, um, I gave it a four. Uh, I think that everything that about it is is really good. It definitely reinvented a lot for horror as well as like this subgenre of horror. And of course, it's just a, it's got John Carpenter's hands all over it. And that man is the goat mm-hmm. of horror himself. Very true. Yeah, I don't, I don't know um, if I'd give it a three or a four. It's tough. I think I'd just give it a toss-up and just give it a four for the... Because I do agree, I agree with the reasons you said. Like, it that does so much for the genre. And when did when did Predator come out? That came out after this, right? First Predator movie? Late 80s. Late, yeah. Okay. I think it was 89, okay. maybe? Okay. I just want to make sure before I freaking... Because if Predator came out first, then maybe I'd have a different opinion on making it a three, but... Predator came out in... If, okay, hold on. There's a lot of games. Yeah, eighty-seven, eighty-seven, eighty-seven. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yeah, no, I agree. With you. I'd I'd probably give it a four as well. Um, it's like some of the uh, tropes and stuff were a little eh, but I mean that's every horror movie, so I can't pick on this one particularly for it. Exactly. Don, uh, I don't I know probably, if you had any. Well, see, I'm kind of feeling like the toss-up too. I would lean more towards the three, just because it is based off a book. It's not like a, com- okay. a completely original screenplay, yeah. but it does change that, yeah. a lot from the book. Like the thing is completely different, so it does it, it, a lot of from, its own ideas. From, my, from the things I've heard, the book, the book is is not as good as the movie either. Two, they're two different like movies. The I wouldn't even try to compare them. Yeah, <laughs> it 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 puts a lot of its own ideas into like what the thing is, how it functions, how it attacks people, and all that stuff, and like. 
the book doesn't really focus it's more on of like a manual of it. yeah mm-hmm. like this is okay. an actual horror movie as opposed to the book just kind of like explaining this alien what's thing going that on Yeah. So the movie's more entertaining a thousand times over, yeah. Oh, it's because Kurt Russell. Well, they, in it, so. I guess then Kurt we... Russell ain't in the book. Yeah, that's also true. And Keith. Yeah, Thank the kid. And I guess going on to rewatch ability, I gave it a four. Uh, I'm I'm not gonna lie. Uh, this movie is a horror movie that I could put on at any point and be enthralled with it. I can if it's on, I will sit down and watch it. Um it's it's phenomenal it's great and it's just it's just an overall just good horror movie just for the story that it has contained inside of it mm-hmm. i'd probably give it a three um same thing as the one previous to this like i'm it's it's close i could definitely see myself going to either side but the only reason for rewatchability is at its core it's still a horror movie and horror movies kind of do have a kind of i don't know they, they they wear off a little bit in terms of like their um like how they like like they they're like uh god damn it I can't freaking come up with the word like their uh, impression on you or something like that I guess you could say mm-hmm. like after after you watch it once you kind of get like the basic principles of it like you watch the movie at the beginning it's like oh they should just be burning it with fire that kind of thing I don't know it's I'd put it either or but I just put it out of three just for safekeeping because at the end of the day it is still an older movie and I don't hate older movies I don't have some sort of like vendetta against them but. I would prefer to watch a more recent movie, at least when it comes to like the acting, because acting has come such a long way in true. the time since this movie has come out. So very true. That's my two cents. Honestly, I'd give it like a four point five, like kind of like a higher four, only because it is a really? horror movie. It does wear off on you a lot, but once you watch it once and you watch it again, like trying to look for stuff, there's a lot of like little details that you see where they're like. They tell you who the thing is, but you just don't notice it because you're not paying attention. Like during the uh, blood mm-hmm. test scene, during the director's cut, he's giving a co- John Carpenter's giving a commentary, and he's like, he said they put a little bit of glimmer into everyone's eye who's a human, and whoever's not a human just has really blood, has- like no no light in their eye. So you go back, you rewatch it, and you're like, oh my god, Palmer has no light. He's the thing, but you don't notice that until you go back and watch it again. Mm. It definitely has yeah. more added to And also it other little things think. like um, going into the ending where like, it's ambiguous. You don't know if they're the thing or not. You don't know if they live. You don't know whether or not. I like that. But there's also there's a lot of like Easter eggs or theories about that where uh, I think you said that before. They mentioned like, oh, everyone's got to drink from their own yeah. make their own food, drink from their own bottles. McCready gives uh, Keith David a, a bottle to drink out of and then he starts yeah. laughing. And you're like, is he? A, mm-hmm. Did he just make him a thing? Did he just infect him? Or what was it? Uh, they had Molotovs. Was that actual alcohol, or was that just gasoline that he was just giving him? And he doesn't react to it because Keith David's a thing, and he just figured that out. And then yeah, no, they, I, I, know, there's a lot of rewatchability. There's a lot of details that you pick up on. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I, I've also gone extensively down the rat hole trying to yeah, figure yeah. out, uh, like, kind of like the. Like, I mean, because John Carpenter himself has left left it open ambiguous for a reason. Yeah. Like, there's a reason that this movie is so good is because when you can make a movie that we're still talking about it in 2023, it kind of speaks, it stands on its own. It's like, yeah. this movie's ending is so, this is so interesting. There's so much intrigue in it. People are still today, I bet you could find people still trying to figure out who's the last thing. Like, there are theories and stuff, but there's still people hammering away at it trying to figure it out. 
Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure you could search it up and find hundreds of YouTube videos about it. Absolutely. But I yeah. guess I'm just finishing off with cinematography. Um, Another tough one, I, man. This one was tough for me. I gave it a three because, like, it is still an older movie, so it's not like it's extremely visually pleasing. But it also has those practical effects to it. Yeah, that really is what gives it that three because of how good those practical effects look. I think that the practical effects give it a four. To be honest with you, really? like I think I think just how good that looks. I think like we take for granted how good some stuff like how good CGI looks now. Where like, just to think that there's like somebody, oh, there's always like a person or like some sort of equipment operating that. Like there's just so much more that goes into it. And when you have practical like that, there's so much like love, I guess you can say, that gets put into like the like the little tiny details, the stuff that's like super hard to animate or something, and people kind of just say fuck it. But like when you have like an actual living, like not living breathing, but when you have that kind of, I don't know, that kind of like huge, like especially when he the dog scene when it's like kind of sucking the juice out of all those dogs, like that is crazy to think that there's no computers involved in the creation of that thing. Like that yeah. is kind of mind blowing, at least for me personally, who obviously grew up with all this CGI, whether it be good or bad, yeah, but I, it's tough. I want to do four, but like, uh, it's, it's, it's tough. Cause I, I like, I do like res reserving four for like really up there movies, but I think the practical kind of justifies cause that shit's fucking beautiful. It is. It definitely is. I, I don't blame you for giving it either or, what do you think? What do you think, Don? I'm giving, I'm giving it a five. Not even just for the practical effects. Like I said before, gold standard. One of the best looking movies when they're shooting the thing. <laughs> Not even just the thing, practical effects, but also all the explosives and like the set itself that they had to build. Yeah, no, it looks just, good. Yeah, it looks great, and the cinematography itself. Like, it's not an amazing looking movie, but. Like yeah. Whenever they go outside, they're spending time outside. It takes the time to like show you the landscape of Antarctica, mm -hmm. like just how isolated they are, how far yeah. away from any other human being they are. Uh, the shot from the spaceship when they found like they dug out the Norwegians dug out the spaceship that looks really cool. I like the shot where it's like mm -hmm. looking at him from the top of it, like from far away. You just see these yeah. little dots. Like it shows you the scale of what this thing was. Yeah. And I, I, I do got a lot. Me personally, it, it is a five. Like, I just love the way the movie's shot. Even other scenes and too. So, like, um, sorry. Uh, now you're good. <laughs> towards the beginning, one of my favorite, one of my favorite, like, shot scenes is when the dog is walking, like, from hallway to hallway. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. it's, like, looking in the rooms trying to find someone and it's playing the music in the background. Like, there's no words. It's just, it's not even the score. It's, like, a, a piece of music from the radio. And it's looking through the rooms, like, trying to, like, search for someone. And it's just one cut of him following the thing. And then it gets to a room, and all you see is a shadow of a person. You don't even know who it is. You don't even know what character that is. They don't. They never explain what character it is. And it just walks in, and it cuts, and now it's the dogs around there. Yeah. So you're like, what? who was that? What just happened? Yeah, the, there's a lot left up to the imagination in this movie, and I, I, I love it. It makes for it makes for a better rewatch because like things aren't set in stone. Like when you rewatch it again, it's like all right. Like and, and this, uh, usually the second rewatch for me is like when you actually start looking around into the background. Like when you start like kind of looking into the smaller details. Because the first time you're kind of just like looking big picture at it, what the characters are saying and stuff like that. But yeah, this movie opens up a lot for the second walk, uh, second like watch of it. Yeah, but adding up all the scores that puts the thing for me at an eighteen out of twenty. 
I have it as an 18, I believe, as well. Hold on one second. Let me do math. Math difficult right now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's 18 out of 20. Took me a second, guys. So, I don't know. The other thing I was trying to yeah, no, it's fine. I mean, you, you get it, like, basically... I get, like, like, a 19, ratings. yeah. Yeah. I love this movie. And the, it's one, like a 19. And the one thing I was saying beforehand is that I do got love. Star Wars really put me onto it, like, the whole painting thing, like, where you just put a painting, then you put subjects in front of it. Like, Star Wars did that mm. a lot with their scene, yeah. outer space scenes. And it's something that's just kind of timeless, because, I mean, there's no graphics. Like, there is no, like, CGI that can be aged. It's just, like, a picture. It's just a painting. Yeah. I, I enjoyed that, because there was, like, one shot where it was super noticeable, but... I, I didn't like cringe or anything like that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, overall, this movie is fantastic. I definitely think if you've oh, never yeah. seen it before, definitely tap in. Of course, it is rated R, so you either need your parents' permission or just watch it. I mean, yeah, there's nothing really. Yeah, yeah, but it's fantastic. It's definitely something you could watch with your family if you you know if if you guys like watching horror movies together. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no gratuitous nudity or any of that. Unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately. But uh, overall, my opinions, fantastic movie, one of the best. Definitely watch it. Absolutely. Yeah, I don't know much else to say on that. Um, it's great. I mean, ooh, I, just hit the, I just hit the mic kind of hard. Oops, sorry, guys. Uh, yeah, it's super gory. I mean, it's all like all that practical nature, all that like that blood that's shooting everywhere. Like the thing is, it's disgusting, right? Like like when it morphs, when it's like changing its shit skin or whatever. Like when you have all those different like the, also the different things we see with, throughout the movie is really cool. How you can see, like, almost like it's perfectly complete, the perfect assimilation to, like, making the human. And then you just have it where it has, like, the two faces where, like, it was right in the middle of, like, the process of it. It's gross. And it's fucking horrifying seeing, like, these actors' faces, like, turned into molds like that. But I love the movie. And if you like a little a little something that, if you're squeamish, probably don't watch this movie. But anything else besides that, tap in. For sure. Oh, damn. But thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you, Quill, for joining us this week. For this episode. Uh, <clears throat> as usual, subscribe, like, comment if you're listening to this on YouTube. Leave us a review if you're listening on Spotify. Follow us on Instagram at the Staincast. Stay tuned for Saturday for the question of the week for Bullet Train. And then stay tuned for next week where we will have that episode of Bullet Train. And of course, don't forget that we have Star Wars coming soon. Did I miss anything? I still haven't blanked. Um, <laughs> no. No, I think, I think you, you covered all the bases. See you guys next week.